Hurt takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in. Touchdown. Jalen Hurts. The Eagles are just devouring the Giants. And it is A.J. Brown again. Another touchdown. down a little bit. Huh? I had to turn my light down a little bit. All right. All right. Well, we'll start now. Uh, welcome back to the link lineup. I uh, hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, we actually didn't wish you guys a Merry Christmas in our last episode. That's on us. Me mainly, uh, because I am the host of this, this thing. So I take, yes, uh, we, did. we did. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I brought it uh, up at yeah. the end. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, for, the the christmas wish but uh we're back uh we're currently recording on wednesday it's wednesday right damn we're late uh wednesday uh december 27th at we'll call it 8 eastern um so glad to be back hope everybody had a wonderful christmas i know i did um bryce what'd you get for christmas don't Uh, tell me everything just tell me your favorite thing my favorite thing yeah your favorite thing can I give two favorite things? Two favorite things. Go for it. Okay. Uh, well, one, my girlfriend bought me one of the Blackstone 28-inch uh, griddles. Mm-hmm. Excited for that. Excited for that. And oh, then yeah. my grandmother <laughs> bought me. One. My grandma bought me two Eagles, like, tumbler glasses, cups. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, yeah, sir. Needed that. Nice, nice, nice. Josh, what would you get for Christmas? Um, favorite thing I got was an Eagles victory. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, uh, it would have been a bad Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, the only thing that mattered. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, me, me and Caitlin and uh, her other family, we're uh, we decided no gifts. We're doing, we're saving up for like a cruise or something. So that's what we're going to do. However, my mom, uh, oh, actually, uh, Caitlin got me a couple small gifts. Um, she got me cards, and I got this guy right here. Even know who that is? Oh, yeah. Uh, Brown. That's Eddie Brown. Brown. Yeah. I got a rookie card. <laughs> Pretty cool. Uh, back-to-back years where I got a rookie card, even though I got a Kobe Dean signed card last year, and that might not be worth the, the thing. Uh, but <clears throat> we're going to think about it. It might not even be worth the pack that <laughs> the, uh, the amount uh, of pack cost. Yeah. Uh, you know, got, got to sell now. It might be worth less because it's signed. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I know he touched it, so. Yeah. Uh, and that just stinks. Um, uh, but uh yeah, we I had a lot of small gifts. Um a lot of things I needed, so I had a very, very good uh, Christmas. And like Josh said, Eagles victory. Um needed that. Needed it. Definitely needed it. Uh you either come out of this game feeling pretty good or pretty bad. And I have a feeling that we have our negative Nancy to the left of me or the right of me, depending on how this thing ends up. Um, for sure, uh, Bryce is going to be negative. But, uh, you know, the Eagles did win. Uh, it was, what, 33-25? Mm-hmm. Yep. I know it was eight points. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Bryce, uh, what, are your, what are your initial thoughts? Okay. So let's just start from the beginning, get to the end. So I'm not going to be negative for the most part, Mm. but I will say something in total 
of just this season alone. Save that for save that for a little bit later. <laughs> okay. But this game, I didn't there was a time where I was like the most down on this team that I've ever been. It happened in this game. <laughs> and but to start out, you couldn't have started at a hotter pace. Honestly. Oh good. Oh really yeah. good. Got a three and out. And the Britton Covey punt return. We need to have a conversation about that, dude. He might be one of the best, if not the best punt returner in the league right now. Uh, I also want to add this, and he's also leading the league and getting tackled or hit by his own players because this is the second time this year I can remember that the player on the Eagles had slowed him down. Uh, I don't know who did it this time. I know Noah Smith did it the first time, but uh, I'll have to look back and see who did it this time. Yeah, but he has been – incredible this year like it's it's almost like are you starting to like get the feeling of like every time he goes to return something like all right let's see what let's see what he can do this time like it's it's to the point of me like every time i think every time he catches a punt and is going to return it in my mind i think that he's going to get a big return like it's starting to get to that point um he's definitely he definitely deserves a Pro Bowl. He honestly probably deserves all pro uh considerations. Um but yeah, he got he got the uh he lit the spark at the start of this game. Um offense actually capitalized in the red zone. Um and then everything was going good up to halftime. Hey, by the way, shout out Shaq Leonard. I thought he was cooked, but he actually played really well this game. Um, I don't know if it may have been just the team that we were playing, but he made some uh he had a couple he had a couple tackle for losses. Uh he had at least one tackle for loss and I know he had a sack. Um but shout out Shaq. We all thought you were cooked, but looks like you could still play I didn't. a little bit. I believe that him. Bullshit. You all said right. last episode that you, he's cooked. I mean, maybe. I don't recall it. <laughs> But anyways, I thought he played well. To me, the defense actually played a lot better than what the score shows. And that that leads me to this point. I think I come out of this game feeling a lot better if Dallas Goddard doesn't slip. <laughs> and it's a pick six, if that if that makes any sense. Because I actually think Jalen played really well. Other than that interception. Um DeAndre Swift played really well. Um, after this game, I, I'm not saying this team, never mind. I'm not even going to fucking get close to saying this team's back, but it relieved a lot of pressure in my mind, I guess, but it's also going to, I'm going to contradict myself by my statement later in this show. So nice. Nice. A little uh, foreshadowing uh, for the next segment, I guess. Josh, give me your instant. Well, it's not really instant because we're two days gone, but what are your initial reactions coming from this game? Just for a bit of change of pace, uh, I'm going to be intentionally a little negative about this. <laughs> um, You know, playing the way we did and winning 33-25, if you tell me, like, Take all the 
kind of wins that we get this season in a nutshell. That's it. Um, it's yet another game where it was only close because of, I feel like because of our self-inflicted mistakes and it really should have been a blowout. But, uh, and again, it, or not again, but like, you know, it was against the Giants. Like that's the kind of team that we should be blowing out. So the fact that we play as well as we did and we still only win by eight points, like I don't, I mean, it's nice to win obviously, but like that doesn't instill a ton of confidence in me that we're going to be competing against the better teams in the league in the playoffs. Well, me and Josh said it last week. If it, if even if they go on a run of beating these next three games like seventy to nothing, I still don't think our confidence really rises. Well, yeah. if we blew them out, I would be more confident. But the fact that it was yet another close win, where like we didn't play a complete game from start to finish, it's just like it feels like it's the first eleven games again. Like, yeah, it's a win. Like that's great, but it, it's not an impressive win. Yeah. Anything else you can take away before I, I take over the reins here and uh, give my nice reaction? Uh, That's all you do. I'm negative. I will say that I was it was the best that DeAndre Swift has looked since the first few weeks of the season. Yeah. I was happy to see that. <clears throat> he looks great. I'm happy. Yeah, definitely. And so I'm just going to talk and I'm going to transition to my overall take. Uh, so me and Bryce can go butt heads, I guess. And then Josh, I don't know. I think I know where you're leaning, so we, we'll probably butt heads as well. Um, I want to say this first and foremost. Me and Bryce have a little friend group that we talk to on Sundays, typically Sundays only, um, and, you know, maybe Mondays after a loss, um, you know, do like a welfare check, you know. Um, but um, what was I going with this? Oh, this season has been draining, by the way. So, like, we started this podcast. We thought that – I don't know where I'm at now. Uh, we thought this this podcast would be fun, um, and it would be awesome to come here every week, twice a week at least, and talk about our favorite football team, uh, you know, because I can't – I want to talk about them all the time. But whenever you kind of have a platform, uh, kind of like we do – Granted, it's not the biggest platform in the world right now, but we hope one day it gets there. Uh, it's tough. It's tough to come on here and talk about them. Um, it was so fucking frustrating to talk about. Yeah, it's tough. After losses, it's not fun to get up here and sit down and talk about it because I say a lot of shit about the other team, and I know that at some point somebody's going to clip me and it'll make its rounds, and uh, that'll be exhausting too. But uh, I love this team. Um, love more than most things in this world. Uh, but the season's been extremely exhausting. Um, but uh, I'm glad I was able to do it with you guys. I know it's not over because we got a couple more weeks to go for sure. Hopefully, we got one, two, three, four, six, seven. I can't remember. Um, more weeks. Um, do the math there, buddy. Because you you got the two weeks. Seventeen. Seventeen. Eighteen. Wild card division conference eight. I think I don't think I even count on my other hand. Well, you, you, yeah, you, you got to take into account for the two weeks for the Super Bowl. Fuck it, you get you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying here. All right, yeah. What Josh, what Josh said. Uh, we'll, we'll roll with that one. But like, and then after that, we're going to come up here and talk after after the season ends, and we're going to lead up to the free agency and the draft and and all that fun stuff. But it's tough. It's 
just training. So sometimes, you know, we have did like one episode a week because it is rough. It is rough. It is rough to talk about them sometimes, and especially this team. And this is where I want to lead into this is where I want to transition. I feel like last year had been difficult to talk about this team as well. I feel like a lot of times we kind of get lost in the the two playoff victories where we just cruised by and didn't face any adversity at all. Um, we tend to forget that, you know, even though Jalen Hurts was hurt, we lost to the Saints. We lost to the Cowboys on Christmas Eve. We barely beat the Bears. We barely beat the Cardinals. You know, we didn't have a, a fantastic year that we think we had last year. Did we you all... listen to Colin Cowherd this morning or something? Yeah. Uh, no. Because he's um, saying this exact. He, was, he said the exact same thing that you're just saying. <laughs> I, I've heard. I heard a speech, but I or a little bit of a speech, but I was at work, so I couldn't. He was actually to it. like he was actually like defending the Eagles for once. He was basically saying he feels like the expectations were so high this year, just based off of last year. But if you look back last year, we played terrible quarterbacks. Yeah. Last year, and we barely. We had multiple games where we barely won that we should have completely blew them out. Yeah, we played Davis Mills, David Webb, I think his name was. We played oh, – who did we play? The rookie Saints. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, rookie Kenny Pickett. Andy Dalton for the Saints. Barely, or we lost to them. Yeah. With our with our good defense, you know. Um, a much worse – almost lost to a much worse Bears team than they are this year. Jared Goff before he found himself in Detroit because that Detroit team wasn't great last year at the beginning. So, and then we almost lost Jordan Love. So, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows last year at all. Um, And so, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, Now, I'll give my view of the game. Uh, We come out, we're hot, right? We're up 17-3 going to halftime. The only, or 20-3 to at halftime. We're up 17. Um, The only thing that kind of irritated me was Jalen Hurts didn't go out of bounds. And so, like, I said it to Bryce and the the our little friend group chat um, that, like, I I liked what he tried to do there. I, I know that it was, it was dumb, but for the first time in forever, I saw him show emotion because uh, he head-butted, I forgot who it was. Was it Xavier McKinney? Yeah. He headbutted him. He had got up like he was about to do something. Uh, whenever he did mess up at like at the end of the half, he actually did this. Like he was like, "That's yeah, on me." Like, yeah. A couple weeks ago, he would just stare off in the space. Um, I get what you were saying when you were saying that, but at the time, I think I was just so fucking mad that he didn't run out of bounds that I just didn't want to hear anything that you had to say. But now looking back on it, I understand your point of view and what you're trying to trying to say there just because that's not what you see from Jalen. It's what we have not seen from him this entire year, whether that him being hurt or him just not really showing emotion or it's almost like he doesn't care or doesn't want to take accountability like he says he does. But that's like the first game you've ever seen some like actual emotion from him. When was the last time you saw him not run out of bounds and like try to make, make a play? It's been a long time. And it, that, uh, the Minnesota Vikings exactly to last year exactly that's what I was going to bring <laughs> up that play reminded me of that where he could have gone out of bounds but he wanted to fight for the touchdown he, yeah. he he right that that play right there obviously like I said can't can't state this enough was terrible was dumb but this was the first time in a long time I've seen him show like 
I know he shows heart because you know he, he plays. You know he plays he plays hard, but like this was the first time I saw like passion for the first time in a long time. Because last year we got that, and I feel like we haven't got this year. And so like, dude, I think there's something internally going on with this fucking team, dude. I, I think I just think he thinks to himself he can't have fun until he he gets there, and I feel like he feel like he took a lot of the blame uh, from last year. Uh, you know the loss himself he played himself for quite a bit and you know he has every right to i mean he did fumble the ball you know we don't want to talk about it. we don't like talking about it but he he did fumble it gave him you know three points but he played well that game you, know, like, you can have that's, fun that's that was one of the best quarterback performances i think i've ever seen in a super bowl yeah like yeah. Jalen, like just let it fly and have fun man just like don't don't like forget why you play the game because it's fun you know it is fun everybody Growing up, that was a dream was to make to make the NFL. Maybe maybe not. Maybe there's some people that made it and they're like, I hate this thing. But <laughs> you know, don't forget that like it's supposed to be fun. It's a you're playing a children's game. And so you don't have to be like all corporate. You know, let yourself have a good time and you know. I forgot the Brian Dawkins speech, but I wish I knew it, you know, off off the top of my head. But maybe maybe B Dawkins needs to come and give him a talk because he was, you know, he wasn't the quarterback, but man, he was the heart and soul of Philadelphia for a long time. And we wish that Jalen would be the heart and soul of Philadelphia. Um, and I feel like he, he can be. Just let it show, because like he, he's not, he hasn't been like this his whole career, where he's just been like stoic, right? He's, he's shown that he can, he can be like passionate and, and all the other things. Uh, but anyway, like I said, we go. Um, we go into halftime, probably not where we want to be, and we come out, and then all of a sudden, kickoff time. I'm like, all right, Boston's returning it. I'm like, all right, here's here's a chance to uh, be the giant killer. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Gets pancaked by his own guy who threw a pancake earlier. Um, that That shouldn't have happened at all. And now the Giants get a very short field. They score. And then what else happened there? After that, that's whenever Dallas Goddard uh, slipped and fell. Don't blame Jalen Hurts at all. Don't. Don't blame him at all. Uh, It wasn't like Dallas Goddard was slipping as he was throwing it. He threw it and he slipped. Uh, Who who made the play? Dory Jackson? Dory Jackson, yes. He played. He, I mean, I thought he was going to drop it as soon as, as soon as the ball went up in there. He started bobbling it. I was like, nah. Because he caught it, took it to the house. Nobody's going to catch him. Jalen, I don't know what the fuck you're doing there. Um, <laughs> you were scholar the fuck out of him. Yeah, <laughs> did not give a damn. About his house. And uh, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, bounce back. And then the drive after from the offense was really, really good. Can't remember. I couldn't tell you what that was. It was the DeAndre Swift touchdown. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. was a really, really good drive. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then I'm just I'm going. I'm kind of highlighting the negative, so I'm definitely forgetting about the positive because obviously second half was pretty negative. I want to look at that. Look at it that way. And then they have the. I think it's like what, like eight minutes left, and we're up like thirteen at this point, maybe. And they throw like a seventy-four yard bomb. 
Man, here we go. This team just doesn't know how to finish games. Yeah, they can't finish games to save the life to save to save their life. Yeah, and so this is this is where my my take comes in. This is now we're transitioning to the next segment right here, boys. Uh, so saddle up if you are on one side of the fence. Um, so this team, I think, is is a great team. I don't know how I think it, but I do think it. I think they're a great team. I think that this game in particular. We could have put away um, the the kickoff return. That happens once in a lifetime. You see your own guy come like 15 yards away and just smack you in the face. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was trying to tell him, hey, like, take a knee. I don't know where I don't know where the fuck he came from, to be honest with you, but smacked him. Just, what are you doing? What are you doing, OZ? Go that way. Go that way. So, like, that doesn't happen. And you give him three points. Um, the pick six, fluky, but like a lot of Jalen Hurts turnovers this year have been fluky, and just by the, cookie, the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah, and then the uh, the big touchdown pass. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if it's blown coverage. I don't know if Reed blanket chip got left on an island. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the the call there was, but man, that was rough. But all I have to say is I think this team's great i think that i see them adjusting to some of the things that we've noticed like i know they threw like one pass the middle of the field but they saw it work they saw Devontae smith take a crosser to the house and then dallas goddard does open up the middle of the field as well as a target and like they're doing more motion it's not a lot of motion but it is motion uh they took quiz out so guess what the next step is to become a better team. Take James Bradbury off the fucking field. Take him <laughs> off the field. Take his jersey, strip him of his jersey, put him in sweatpants and a hoodie, and tell him stand there. Because he has no business being on that football field again. Not when you have Keely Ringo, who's been playing awesome, by the way. Has been playing awesome. Has allowed, like, what, 15 yards? Yeah, it's like two catches for nine. I think it's nine yards. You got Eli Ricks, who's been playing solid as well. Come on, Darius Slay's going to come back. He's he's been. I I don't know if you saw that stat going around about him against like star receivers. Nobody's got a hundred yards on him. CD yeah. doesn't have a hundred yards in two games on him. Now CD does avoid the star cornerback, so because he likes to run in the slot. Pussy. Yeah, it is. It is. It is what it is. But Devontae Max is coming back. You put Darius Slay, Keely Ringo, Monte Maddox. That's that's solid. That's very solid. You get Zach Cunningham back. Shaq Leonard's getting his legs back. Maybe. Who knows? Then BVS out of nowhere becoming a stud right in front of our eyes. <laughs> I mean, we we had the pieces. The only thing that on the defense that concerned me besides James Bradbury is the front. The front line, the D line, D line is the only thing that. And that's yeah. I don't I think that's that's somewhere where you do not want to be, especially in the postseason. Yeah, I don't know. I'm his. I'm one of his, one of his biggest fans. What the fuck is going on with Jalen Carter, dude? I don't know. I don't know. He, he, I don't he know did. if he's hit the rookie wall or or what. It's just 
and and because I seen I seen it on Twitter of like his his production has gone way down, and I've saw people talking about it in every single Georgia player's defense. They are playing a lot more snaps and a lot more games than they have ever had to play at Georgia. So it was like Jordan Davis last year started out playing really well, got hurt, kind of hit a wall when he came back. Um, Keely Ringo, for one, didn't start out well this year. And now look at him. He's starting to play fairly better, pretty pretty well, when he's actually getting the opportunity to play. Um, Nolan Smith started out kind of slow, but in the same way with Keeley's case, just really wasn't getting the snaps to be on the field. By the way, Nolan Smith does not need to be an off-ball linebacker. Lose that fucking idea. Get rid of it. I He looks lost out there in space. Like, he does not know where he needs to be. You know where he doesn't look lost at? Hmm. On the end, when there's when a wire receiver screen, he reads it perfectly, and he gets there. He runs. He flies on the field. That's I, I can see why they would like him as an off-ball linebacker. Or like they, they don't mind trying him out there because he just flies, and he yeah. is. He has like all like the measurables to be like an outside, like an off-ball linebacker. But he's 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 definitely an edge rusher. Yeah. Uh, but to wrap up my take, basically is like, and I'm sure at the end of this I will give another rah-rah speech. But I, I my confidence hasn't dipped at all. In fact, seeing like small improvements as we get closer to the postseason has like made a little bit. I had a little more confidence actually uh, after this game because um, it could have easily been 42 13 uh, if, if those two plays don't happen. And who knows? It probably won't happen again. If I see Boston's got returning kick though, and, and I see Olympia's case go the wrong way. Second cover, boys. <laughs> but uh, I guess Josh, before Bryce Gibson gives his big speech, where are you at with this team going forward? I'm kind of where I was last week. I mean, I'm slightly more optimistic, and obviously it was nice to win. I think – I mean, I'll put it this way. If you had to put together a list of teams that I think can win the Super Bowl this year, the Eagles are on it but we're not at the top of the list. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we got a puncher's chance. I think if we do make some noise in the playoffs or win the Super Bowl, it'll be on uh, more of our offense getting their act together than the defense. I just think that's more likely. Um, I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm uh, ready to get hurt, but. Not this uh, year. We're not getting hurt this year, boys. Hopefully not. Hopefully, and there's a real chance we're not that we don't. I mean, there's a good chance we uh, you know, finish out the regular season with a couple wins, maybe get the bye, uh, win it all. Who knows? But I, uh, yeah, like I said, cautiously optimistic. And there's not a lot. I mean, there's not a lot of teams that can say that they're on the list of teams that can win the Super Bowl this year. And so it's good that we're on that list. But right. yeah, I don't think we're the, the favorites by any means. Nobody's going to want to play us when the playoffs start. It's just a fact. Nobody's going to want to. We're not going to be on the. We're not going to be fucking Seahawks. 
like where everybody's like, I want to play Seahawks, even though at this point I don't want to play them right now. But I mean, nobody's going to want to play the Eagles. Um, <clears throat> Bryce, where are you at with the Eagles? All right. <clears throat> well, this is going to hurt a lot of hearts to hear this, but I'm a realist. Um, and I've come to the understanding and the the mindset. So this is how I feel on this season and on this team alone. This has been probably one of the biggest fucking letdowns I think I have seen from a team maybe in my entire time of watching football, dude. Like this, it, just based on of like, I'm basing this off of how we finished last year and what we did in the off season, the build up to this team and to this season alone. This season to me has been, I know we're we have eleven wins. I get it. I understand. This season, to me, I don't know why has been just fucking miserable to watch, and it, it. I think it might be just me holding this team to such a high standard, and just knowing what they could have done in the past, and knowing the personnel that they have on this team. It it just fuck it. I don't know. It kills me to watch them make mistakes because I know of the things that they can do and know where they can be. And it is just like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird because Josh was, Josh gave some like positivity towards it, (laughs) towards the playoffs. Not me. I think you get into the playoffs, you're going to get matched up with a team that's going to expose the weaknesses that you have on your roster and then it's curtains, lights out, you're going home. Like, I don't – I'm just one of the people, like, I don't want to just make it to the playoffs. I want to actually get into the playoffs and actually have a good feeling that we're going to do something and make it somewhere. But I'm just not one of the people that just live on just making the playoffs. Like, to me, the playoffs is almost just mediocrity. Like, in this in this league, if you have a good team and you're just fighting just to get into the playoffs, like the Cowboys – you're just a fucking mediocre team. Like you're not, you're not, you're not a team that needs to be taken serious. Side and, note, side note. Before we move on, before we move on to the next point, who actually thinks the Cowboys could win on the road? I don't know if they me. can. I don't know if they can. So like, you know that scenario where like, oh, the 49ers get the one C with the two C, the 49ers will play the Cowboys. And then we'll play probably like the Lions at home or like somebody else. Who's to say the Cowboys win? Because they suck on the road. And if it's a grass team, oh, oh man, they're fucked. Good yeah. thing. Sorry. But I don't know how you guys feel about this season. Um, but just to me, this has been one of the biggest fucking just disappointments that I think I've seen in a long time. But it goes. I think it almost drives it the way I feel just more internally on like what you're seeing coming from like the team. Like for one, I love him to death. AJ Brown, not one to talk to the media 
or whatever. AJ never does that. AJ doesn't do that. AJ always wants to have like the spotlight and the TV time on him and in interviews. If he's if he's about to shit on somebody that bad in this organization and sh- just trash of what we're going on, there's something very very wrong going on internally with this team, and that scares me because it almost feels like it's either head coach or it's the entire coaching staff, and I don't know if I can just watch my team kill itself if that makes if that makes sense just kill itself internally with like coaching staffs and we're just a re- fucking just revolving door of just coaches like that I don't I hate to see that like I don't cuz I feel like that that leads to a lot worse problems going on like if your star players are upset Devontae Smith was pissed after a win but good on him to actually say that um AJ doesn't want to talk to the media Jordan Malata a couple weeks ago was saying that we are just playing absolutely fucking terrible. And, bro, that's not something you want to see coming from your your star pieces. And, I don't know, this season to me has just been shit. I think, I think you look at it one or two ways, the way you're looking at it, or that they're actually taking accountability, you know, and, like, they know that they can be better. And, like, all the things that they are saying, like, to the media is, like, true in a way like you know the whole standard thing maybe they actually like believe in that stuff to the point where like it is beating their brain where like it is true like if they're not beating teams by 30 points they know that it's not good enough and so but i feel like in this league you honestly have to like there's teams out there like we get it they're professional athletes but when it comes to rosters and comparing them they should have fucking killed this team. Like, not even close. Like, it – I don't – I don't know. I feel weird about it, dude. I it's, mean, sure. And if you look at it that way, I mean, the Ravens shouldn't have beat the 49ers as bad as they did. You know, so, like, you can look at it one of two ways. And it's, that's in the days in the field, the professional players. Um, But, like you said, you, you look at it one way, I'm looking at it the other way, and to be determined how it actually plays out. Uh, I'm curious to see AJ's going to talk later this week. I'm curious to see what he has to say. And I feel like he's probably going to be one of the more like open book type players. So like he's, he's probably collecting his thoughts and trying to, he doesn't want to say anything like too extreme. So he's, he's probably a little more calculated than we're giving him credit for. Um, so I'm curious about that. Um, we'll see. See what happens. I don't think that, Jalen Jalen Hurst is going to let the locker room go down. I I think he's a good leader. Um, even though, like I've said millions of times, I don't like his the way he is. I'm on the sidelines, but I have faith in him. Um, I still have faith in Nick somehow, somewhere. Um, but I think we'll be I think we'll be okay. And uh, I look forward to the game on Sunday. Best part about Sunday is we play at one o'clock or twelve o'clock, depending on where you are. And uh, we can probably get this this podcast done at like four or five. Be done with it until the, later on in the week. That's awesome. We haven't had that in a long time. Um, yeah. Um, actually, got a question for you guys. Um, so we're talking about takes and stuff. What take has been floating around social media? Um, it's across like all platforms that has been like put out there, and you're just sick and tired of hearing. 
Hmm. Let me think on it. Because there's a couple of them. The Eagles haven't played their best ball yet. Um, Eagles are frauds. That one will take. Um, which one? Nick Sirianni sucks. Jalen's running back. I think it's Jalen getting a lot of hate. That That's the one that kind of drives me crazy because it's coming from a lot of people that don't watch games, <laughs> and you can tell they don't watch the actual games just based on how they're talking and, and comments and stuff like that or whatever. They automatically point to his turnovers and stuff. Let's not forget Brock Purdy is like was like the leading front runner. Brock Purdy has eleven interceptions now. Off had four in one game. Name me a time Jalen Hurts has had four turn four picks in one game. I I don't know of one. I I can't think of one. Um I think the lights were a little too bright for Brock Purdy. Granted, a lot of them were like tip tip drill picks, but probably shouldn't be throwing them anyways. Um, but I think that ties into my take too, that Brock Purdy is just like this elite quarterback. That take is really – I wouldn't say getting under my skin, but it's really annoying to see just based on the team that he has around him and what he does to get those statistics. Instead of fucking check down to Christian McCaffrey and let him run 80 yards, all of a sudden, Brock Purdy has 320 yards passing in a game and four touchdowns based off of throws that were within 15 yards. Um, fun fact, do you know that Tommy DeVito and Jalen Hurts are the same age? Really? Yeah. In case you forgot, Jalen Hurts is only 25 years old. He's been in the league for four years, and he's only 25. As far as like your take, it's like everybody hates on Jalen Hurts and stuff like that. This is not his final form at all. We might not see his final form until he's 30. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, we have plenty of time. He has plenty of time to develop. Um, I, I think he's pressing and I think he's not showing it. He's not telling it, but he is pressing a little bit. He wants to make sure we win. And I feel like as we've gotten closer, I feel like that, that shit worked as we were winning and we're like 10 and one you know but as we started losing he's like, i gotta do something about it and i feel like he is pressing i'm happy because you're showing something um but i understand i'm the same way with like the takes and stuff like jalen is an elite jalen is this brock purdy's better yada 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 dax better i'm not taking there are there are very few quarterbacks i would take any over jalen right now um, he's had a down year. <clears throat> There's every quarterback you can look at their their football reference page. You will see a down year. You will see a down year, and typically it comes after a really good year because expectations are so high. So, like, you'll see as a down year. I'm not saying he's playing great this year, but you know it is what it is. Uh, Josh, do you have a take that you are tired of hearing? Um. It's one I haven't seen a lot, but I just want to nip it in the bud before I see any more of it. Um, I do see a small collection of people saying that, or I would say, greatly overreacting to any drama involving AJ Brown. I've even seen some people saying we should try to trade him in the offseason or move on from him. Yeah, that's fucking ass. I think that's dude. 
beyond ridiculous. I'd like to remind anybody who thinks that of our receiver situation before AJ Brown. Uh, just go look at the receivers that Wentz was throwing to. Um, yeah, and no, I just I haven't heard a lot of it, but I don't want it to build up any steam or any momentum. I don't want AJ Brown to think in the slightest that any collection of the fans would want, not want him on the team. Uh, just outrageous. Uh, definitely, I think I think fans have to understand that too. Especially with a player of AJ Brown's caliber and just AJ as a person. AJ's really active on social media. Yeah. AJ Brown sees this shit and sees everything that these fans are saying. Bro, that I don't care how much of a strong headed and like almost fortitude mind that you have. Bro, that shit gets to people. Mm-hmm. Everybody's human. Bro, that shit would crumble me, just me being because I wear my emotions on my sleeve and I just that's just the type of person I am. Seeing that kind of hate coming from the people who are supposed to be rooting for me and be actually still playing well. Bro is 103 yards off of breaking the Eagles' season season single season receiving record in yards. And there's fans out there talking down on him, talking bad about him, or what like us as fans have to do better. Girl the fuck up. These are grown men <laughs> putting their livelihood their their lives their health their body their minds on the line for our entertainment these are not they're they're human beings let's let's try to remember that i'm one of the biggest critics i live in the moment i talk a lot of shit but i will never i would never want them to lose Devontae, jalen aj jason kelsey lane johnson i don't then the entire offensive line i wouldn't want them to lose any of them i mean dallas goddard I do not want to go through another season of like our COVID year and Jalen's rookie year. I never want to go through another fucking season like that ever. So that's just my take on it. Yeah. And, and like you said, they're human. They're, nobody's going to have a go their entire career without ever having some trauma go on. Like it's just going to happen. Like it doesn't mean that he's disgruntled and, and things are never going to be okay again. Like he's pissed off or whatever. I mean, maybe he wants the ball more, maybe whatever's going on. Like, yeah. So, so what? Yeah. He's human. Yeah, I think you can only hold the emotions back for so long. And, like, it's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. It's just keep on holding back. And at some point, you want to hit a breaking point. And I think good on him for not talking to the media if he doesn't want to. Don't do not do it. You'll pay a fine, of course. But what's the point, you know? Um, and then he says you want to clear it up. You want to talk to the media later this week. That's good, and whatever he says will be interesting. And uh, I think media that. day is actually tomorrow, isn't it? Like they're doing on Thursdays, I'm pretty sure. Well, he said he said he will talk to them. He'll give them a he'll give them a chance to talk to him. But um, but I think he feels the same way like Devontae feels, and everybody else feels like we won. That's great. Winning is awesome, but we also know we could do better. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that's getting to this team mentally. Is like they're not they're not performing to the level that they know that they can play at. Um, I seen it last year. We all seen it last year. Uh, and I honestly think last year was kind of just scratching the surface of what this caliber of an offense can be. Um, in my mind, I don't know if y'all believe this. AJ's got the capability of being a two thousand yard receiver. Um, he was on pace that, for it. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely capable of it. 
Um, to me, he's capable of 2,000 yards and 20-plus touchdowns. That's just the kind of player I think A.J. is. Um, Devontae Smith, honestly, I wouldn't want anybody else as my second receiver. Um, he's I, – I can't talk highly enough of Devontae Smith. And I honestly, like, from his interview, this may sound kind of cliche just because I'm a fan of him too, but I'm like, dude, I was like, that shit right there is, like, instilled in you at Alabama. Like, he's coming from a program of that high pedigree and, like, that much discipline. I was like, when I was listening to his interview, I'm like, bro, that's Nick Saban talking. I'm like, that's identical to, like, something Nick Saban would say in, to like, like a post, post-game post press conference. Like, yeah, we played good. But, I mean, yeah, we won the game, but we played like fucking shit. I mean, that's just – that's how it is. I think when you come from programs like that with that much pedigree and that's instilled in you at a young age and transition in your life, I think <clears throat> a lot of it <clears throat> you, you carry with you and just your mentality and as a person. So like I don't know. I think a lot of the a lot of the fan base might be overreacting when we're uh talking about AJ or or Jalen. Um I knew Devontae was kind of getting a little flack at the beginning of the year because he wasn't nearly producing like he was. But like I'm like I said earlier, I wouldn't want anybody else on this team. As much as it fucking pains me to watch this team this year, I don't know why, <laughs> but it just pisses me off because I feel like there's something else besides the players that's going on that's holding them back. That brings me to my next segment, this little mini segment. Um, panic level. Uh, one being cool as a cucumber, ten being you know sound alarms is bad. Um, what is your confidence uh, in Jalen Hurts, Bryce first? So like panic wise, do you, are you panicking or are you still you still cool? Are we just basing it off like just Jalen's? So right now, how you feel right now? How you feel right? Just now? like for the rest of the season, not like his just, career and stuff. How you feel right now? Three. Three? All right. Because I don't Good. think Jalen's a problem this year. Oh, I understand. Josh? Yeah, I would say three or four. I don't think Jalen's the problem. I don't think he's been perfect. I don't think he's been as good as last year. And I do think he's kind of forcing things a little bit. I think he just wants to get back to the Super Bowl so bad that that's all he's fixated on. He's not, you know, taking it like one player, one game at a time. I think he's just super dialed in to making the Super Bowl no matter what. Um and I think to his detriment, but uh but I definitely don't think he's the issue this year. So yeah, like three or four. All right, I'm going one. I love I love my quarterback. Um I don't I don't have a worry. I really don't. <laughs> uh all right. Locker room <coughs> panic level. Where are we at Bryce? Like a four, five. Oh, so you don't think it's that you don't believe what the majority of people seem to believe. Yeah. That I mean, I definitely think there's some some little stuff going on, but I don't think it's the locker room itself. If you were to ask me the coaching staff and what's creating these problems, that's a different question. But the personnel and players in the locker room, no, I don't think that's a problem. Do you think they're turning their back? So let's say they are turning their back on a coach. Do you think it's Nick Sirianni or do you think it's Brian Johnson? I think it might be the whole coaching staff collectively 
to me, but it starts at the top. Besides Stoutland, right? Yeah. Besides Stoutland. I actually think Matt Patricia's actually coached decently. He's he's coached a decent last two games. Um but offensively wise, bro, there is I don't know. There is something holding this fucking team back. And it's it's it can't be the players. There's no way it could be the players, right? Like I don't I don't I don't think I wouldn't think the players are regressing. I mean there's couldn't be. Schematically, I think something's going on that's <clears throat> ruffling feathers. And uh it's not a good place to be if you're a coach. Because if I'm Harry Roseman, I'm seeing this shit wrong, I'm like that the team I just put together and this is what we're doing. Like I'm looking at Nick, Brian, fucking Kevin Petulo, looking at all at looking at everybody. Saying y'all better figure it out. Cause them seats are starting to warm up. Uh Josh, panic level in the locker room. Yeah. Not considering the coaching staff. Players in general. I would say like a two. I'm really not concerned. I think we have the leadership. I think they all to get along. I think any disagreements or gripes that anybody have is nothing serious. I don't think that's really causing our issues. Yep, yeah, the same way. Uh, last question, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. Um, do we think? Let's see, have more questions. This. this. Hmm. Never mind. I'll, I'll change. I'll change the question. Do we think that that they're blowing like the media is blowing this week out of proportion? Like the AJ thing. Uh, what it looked like, Nick was yelling at Hassan Reddick for, you know, he's like, get the fuck back on the field. Um, even though I saw a different angle of it, sound like like he said, go win the game, get the fuck back on the field. Like it was like, yeah, don't do that. Um, do we think that everything's been blown up? in proportion like mm. just a, just a tiny stuff from like this week like of course like the AJ side eye Devontae seems like he was going back and forth with Nick I mean to be honest no I don't think it was blown out of proportion I think that's something that low-key might have been going on this year and that cameras just kind of finally caught it um I don't know um, I didn't necessarily like if he's yelling at a sign in like a bad, like negative way. I don't like that from Nick, especially like a player of Hassan's caliber. But Hassan also, it's, it's a two way street. Hassan can't come all the way off the field when during that time just to talk to Jeremiah Washburn, like the defensive line coach, about something. So, I, I mean, I can understand that. <clears throat> and it was a flag, like. You can't go low on a quarterback. I get it. But I don't know. I just didn't like the way it looked. I wish I would clear it up. That's that's what I was saying. I wish I would just be honest about it. Yeah. Uh, Josh, you think they're, they're blowing it out of proportion? Yeah, I think they're trying to make something out of nothing in certain cases. 
Um, the one that really jumped out to me was like, I know you guys have probably seen the picture of like AJ, like kind of side eyeing Sirianni. I saw one person like saying like, oh, you can literally see him like biting his lips so he doesn't say something. And I saw the clip that the picture was like taken from. Like he's literally just standing there, just kind of like watching what's going on. He, like he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't holding back from yelling, like saying something to Sirianni. He was just kind of standing there, just like. Well, it was like he was kind of his own world. Yeah, like he wasn't. There was no altercation, or he wasn't like holding back from saying anything. Like the media is going to take it and run with it. So anything to get clicks. I will say last thing about the game and stuff. I'm glad we don't have Darren Waller on the team because what the fuck was he doing? That that last catch, and then just be like, oh shit, that shit hurt. That shit hurt. Coach, get me out of here. I'd be, I'd be, he'd been cut right there. Like, are you serious? <laughs> Bitch, get the fuck up. He was what like, are yeah. you he doing? Was like, what's up? What's up? And then here's the thing. If I'm, if I'm the, if I'm the Eagle side and they put out a sub out there, I'm taking my sweet ass time getting a sub out there because we have the chance to, to sub out. And so like, we have to be, we have to be ready. I'm taking my sweet ass time. I'm like, Hey, you go walk out there, walk, trip, trip over the grass, something. <laughs> what are you doing, Darren? Like, I, I know he got up, but like, if unless you're like dead, get up, stand up, and then you can, you can go on the sideline. That was awful. That was awful. And if I was a Giants fan, I'd be sick that we traded a third round pick for him. Um. All right, so let's wrap this up with uh, just two questions. Um, can be, these can be quick hitters. Um. Are we changing the way we feel about the 49ers after what we saw happen against the Ravens? Yes, but I don't think we have the tools and personnel to do what the Ravens did. Uh, fuck that. We do. We have heart. We have grit. We have re-blankenship. We don't have athletic linebackers like the Ravens do. Yeah, that'd be nice to have one. They're athletic. <laughs> they just don't have the football IQ. You know, Patrick it's more athletic Queen, than Nolan Smith. Yeah. I understand the Christian McCaffrey touchdown. The Christian McCaffrey touchdown makes his stat line look a little bit better than it actually was. Patrick Queen took him out of the fucking game completely. Like, Patrick Queen was dominating out there. If I'm Harry Roseman, the Ravens declined his fifth-year option. I'm doing everything in my power to try to trade for that man. I don't, I don't care what it is. Bro, he balled out, dude. And it was fucking awesome to watch. Shout out Kyle Hamilton, too. And Marlon Humphrey, you got to kill Debo right there, dude. What's this weak-ass shoulder check? You're supposed to Sheldon Brown his shit, dog. I'm talking decleat him. No. I mean, I get it. Debo's a bigger receiver, like thicker body. But, bro, fucking run through him. God, yeah. nothing would make me more happy just fucking seeing that. Oh, jeez. I hear you. Uh, we also have Shaq Leonard. I don't know if you know that, but that's athletic. That's as athletic as they come. Motherfucker around. moves like me. Yeah. Well, you're, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, you're washed now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm cooked, bro. Josh, how are you feeling about the 49ers? You feel any better? feel worse? You feel like we have a chance to beat them this time if we do face them again? Um, I mean, honestly, I feel like, I don't know, like, I said, I don't know if we have the personnel to do what the Ravens did, at least from a linebacker perspective. It did make them seem a little more uh, – made them seem more beatable, obviously, watching them get their asses handed like that. But I mean, the blueprint is out now, so. 
blueprints out. It's just I think a matter the blueprint is just it. make Brock Purdy play quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I'm like, it makes me a little more confident. I mean, it was nice to see that happen. It like makes him seem more mortal, but I don't know if it really how much it affects our matchup with them because I mean, it's like what the Ravens did. Like, I feel like that's not it wasn't rocket science. You know, like they're like brought pressure and shut down Christian McCaffrey. Like. I mean, it's easier said than done. So, I don't know if we To me, when we that. match up against them, I don't think James Bradbury needs to be on the field. It'd be nice if he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I think, hot take, I think, maybe it's not a hot take. I think if Chris McCaffrey's on that team, that team is, like, barely above average. If they're, if he's not on that team? If he's not on that team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, oh, he's got he, how many touchdowns this year? 20-something? Too much. Too many. <laughs> I, like, even though you have, like, I didn't agree with it until I, I kind of watched him a bit more. Brandon Ayuk is by far and away their their second best weapon. Like, oh no, yeah, no doubt. Brandon Brandon Ayuk, he's he's, he's tough, dude. Yeah, he's, Debo he's Debo's cool if he gets the ball, but like if you have decent tacklers, he's not doing anything special. Um, which we didn't have decent tacklers that day. Um, and George Kittle, I think, is a bum, but yeah, I mean, that George was, Kittle had a good game against the Ravens. Him. Uh, fuck him. Um. Anyway, last question. That offensive line is fucking sus, too. I I, I just I, I think they it's gonna be different. Line. I think it's gonna be different if we beat them. If we make them, if we I will them. say this though, in my mind, um, you know who decletes fucking Debo right there? Sidney Brown. Sidney Brown, yeah. Oh, Sidney yeah. Brown fucking yeah, decletes him, dude. They, they that's who you need. He's not gonna make the tackle. He's gonna make the tackle like fifty percent of the time, but like, he'll slow down some. <laughs> that one, that okay, if it's fifty percent of the time, if it's fifty percent of the time, you get two plays just like that of Debo and Sidney. City, gonna fly by him at least one time, but that one time he doesn't, Debo's probably not playing another snap in that game. Sydney yeah. might kill him, dude. We'll see. But like I said, I feel like th- this team's different than what it was three weeks ago when we played the 49ers. and. It's personnel wise and coaching wise. So like who knows what happened. Um, honestly, bro, honestly think just looking back at that game, our biggest fault, the reason we got our ass beat like that, honestly think was just our tackling was so bad. I think it was just really bad. If you clean up on tackling, I think it's a lot more competitive game. Definitely. What uh, yeah. Definitely. Um, last question, and we'll talk about this more. Uh, the next episode, we cheering for the Cowboys or Lions this week. Lions, Lions, Lions. I get the playoff implications or whatever, but I'm I'm cheering for the Lions. I will never. I can. I don't yeah. give a fuck what scenario it is. I I could never. I could never do it. I could never bring myself to do it. One, not afraid of the Lions in Detroit and Philly doesn't matter. Two, not rooting for Dallas under any circumstance. I think there's also a chance the Vikings beat them the following week. Who beat the uh... Lions? They they play them again, and then I think the Vikings will be playing for their playoff hopes. So uh, I gotta go. I gotta roll with the Cowboys this week, man. I got, I got cheer for them. I got cheer for. How sick fuck are you, dude? I, I don't know. How, just, gonna... how are you the host of an Eagles podcast? And you're sitting and say you're cheering for the Dallas well, Cowboys. Let's be honest. It's not. The most ideal situation, and I won't be like, yeah, like CD fucking slam, man. Let's fucking go. I won't be like that. 
Well, like if the Eagles, if the Cowboys win, awesome. If they lose, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> if it's a tie, I don't All know right, how Chase, that give helps. me give me your initial yeah, reaction. I'll root for a tie. I can do it. <laughs> Last second, Hail Mary, Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb to win the game. What are you doing on your couch? Or are you just like, oh, cool? Where you? Like, I think I think. Oh I'll shit! Are you like, I, oh fuck? I think I'll react as like if I saw like the like if it happened like the Bengals like Browns game like. I'm like, oh, like, wow, you see that? Like, that's, that's all. That was cool. Like neutral, but you're not really invested. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't be like, I'm not going to do that. Come on. I, when I say I want to cheer for the Cowboys, I, I prefer that outcome as far as like the Cowboys winning because I do think we take care of business these next two weeks. Um, and then having that number two spot would be nice. I'm not going to openly cheer for them and be like, hey. Go boys, or whatever they say. Um, yeah, so that's. I just want to shut that fan base up completely. I, I they had their hearts ripped out, and I immediately got on Bleacher Report and got on the community thing and went to the Dallas Cowboys thing just to see how they were feeling. Dude, they are wearing fucking shambles after that game. Dude, they're like this same old team, same old bullshit. First round exit again. Uh, yes, dude. Used to it, boys. Hey, they're not wrong. Very soul to soul, man. You won't you won't be seeing another one for a long, long time. Um so yeah, that's uh that's gonna wrap up the show. Probably, we've probably BS for the past thirty five minutes here, but uh yeah, that's a good show as always. Uh, enjoy enjoy coming on the screen talking to you guys, even though sometimes it is uh, stressful and tiring. But uh, have no fear. We'll be back for another episode uh, to preview uh, this upcoming game against the Jonathan Gannon Bled Cardinals. Uh, big shocker. Fuck that guy. I hate him. Um, and I'm, I can't wait to see how Philly reacts to him. Wish I was there at that game. We should have went to that one. Yeah. Um, might have some big news coming up in the next week or so. Stay tuned for that. Um, anything else I can think of? Follow the show. All socials at the link lineup. We're posting stuff. We have posted more things this, these past two weeks than we have the past three months. Go <laughs> us. Uh, you can follow us on X at me at Cardiac Chase, Bryce at I am Bryce Haynes, and Josh at the Pre2. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that other stuff. Leave a review. Leave a, leave a review. Uh, subscribe, follow, whatever you do on your favorite platform. Do that. Uh, you guys have been awesome. YouTube, you stepped it up. Oh, man, you guys stepped it up. Had one of our best YouTube videos in a long, long time. Hopefully, we can continue that uh, that momentum we've gained. Um, so let's, uh, let's shoot for five likes on this video. So if you do watch this like comment subscribe share with a friend all that fun stuff um but do it and uh as always until next time go birds go birds go birds